Hey, it's Lisa Carlin from Attacking Third to tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. It's equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend. The Hyundai Santa Fe features available all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, plus available dual wireless charging pads, ensuring that you can take on any adventure. It's ski season, and with the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe, I can easily load the car with all my gear plus my friends in the third row and make it right to the base of the slopes with all-wheel drive. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Hello and welcome to another episode of Attacking Third, a CBS Sports Soccer Podcast. I'm Sandra Reda, lead NWSL writer for CBS Sports, joined today as always by my colleague and co-host Lisa Roman, NWSL analyst and broadcaster. On today's episode, we're going to be providing you all with a preview of this weekend's NWSL matches. But first, a quick reminder to follow us on Twitter at Attacking Third. You can also head over to our YouTube page and hit subscribe to never miss a new video, an interview, or whenever we go live. Plus, you can catch great extended highlights from NWSL action across the league over at youtube.com slash attacking third. So hit subscribe when you get there. Lisa, how are you doing today? I'm excited to talk about some some soccer and some NWSL games uh, ahead of this weekend um, and, and different schedule lineup as we take a look at the NWSL matches, Friday games, Saturday games, and Sunday. It's the day of rest, apparently. Uh, how are you, Sandra? I'm doing all right. It's been, a, I think you and I can both agree that there's been some chaotic things happening throughout the week in terms of the league side of things. Uh, but when it comes to getting a chance to talk about the players, the athletes, the games that they could be participating in, there's always a different level of energy and excitement. And uh, I'm always excited about that. Uh, We're going to get into this weekend's preview. Uh, There are five games slated, scheduled on uh, across Friday and Saturday. Uh, We are going to keep our listeners updated as uh, things progress. As uh, our timing of recording this, uh, there was some breaking news that was issued uh, regarding Paul Riley and his head coaching position in the North Carolina Courage, and. In light of that, the NWSL Players Association released a statement uh, issuing three points of, of demand, one of which uh, required investigation into current allegations. But of uh, the three points that they were made, there were deadlines that were placed on that for the league to um, respond to these demands uh, on October the 1st, which is a, is a match day for uh, NWSL. So we will keep everybody posted uh, in terms of what's ongoing there and updated. But as of right now, what is scheduled is a match taking place between North Carolina Courage and Washington Spirit to kick things off. Let's take a look a little bit and dive into where these teams stand right now. North Carolina Courage is slotted to host this match. They're going to be hosting the Washington Spirit. These are two teams, Lisa, that currently have Many things happening off of the pitch right now. What is it going to look like if these teams go head to head on the pitch on Friday? Yeah. So sticking with just uh, things on the pitch and not the other news circulating around the spirit, 
um, and the North Carolina Courage, uh, looking solely at the soccer aspect of it. Um, North Carolina Courage, they're coming off a big loss to Gotham 3-1 to one in that match, and it was the Courage's second loss in a row. Um, they did get on the board first in that matchup, but Gotham responded and came out with the win. It's it's if North Carolina can score first and then and then keep that lead going into it. As we've discussed before, the Courage haven't been a huge attacking powerhouse this season as they have been in years past, and they've been a bit more defensive. So if they get on the board first against the Spirit, can they hold that, hold the shutout? Um, Casey Mur- Murphy, she was my goalkeeper of the month for the month of September. She had a big, long shutout streak there, but... Uh, Gotham snapped that for her. Can she get back on track? Can she be the brick wall in that that the courage needs her to be? And for Washington, they they had off for a month and then they played and they won over Kansas City, a two to one win last weekend. Um, they've they're now unbeaten in the four games that they've played. Their last four games that they've played. Ashley Hatch is a, a force to be reckoned with. Uh, she sits number three in the Golden Boot race with seven goals on the year. Just two behind the leader, Bethany Balser, and one behind Sydney LaRue, uh, who's number two. And I think Trinity Rodman is a huge factor up top for the spirit. She she leads the league in 1v1s per 90 minutes. She has uh, over six per 90 minutes, which to get Trinity Rodman, Rodman in a 1v1 position against a defender, uh, she's quick, she's fast, she has great touches on the ball and good vision of the field uh, to get around players. That's really good odds for her. This match, um, I, I I don't. It's hard for me to pick a winner. I think I'm going to go with Washington Spirit just because the factors that are happening off the field um, with the courage. I, I think that it will affect the courage players mentally um, a lot. So I, I think if I have to give a win, I'm going to give it to Washington Spirit. I don't think that's unfair. I don't think that's an unfair take or angle to take at all when it comes to this game. And it's it's uh, hard to imagine that. Uh, on the other side of that, it's it's another take that you could take with the opposite team. Like, hey, everything that's going on on that side of uh, the, the pitch with that club could maybe feed into that. And maybe, you know, the Carolina players will get a win. So I don't think that's unfair um, to bring up at all. But sticking with the courage, I mean, they're they're winless in their last, I think, four matches or so. Uh, that's not a familiar territory for this team historically in this phase of the season. When it comes to that final stretch of a season where we've seen this current side typically almost look like they're getting stronger heading into a playoff picture. It's not that case this year for this team. Um, there's a lot of question marks probably around why it looks like that. But for starters, uh, it's got to do with some of the goal scoring. Perhaps they're not really finding the back of the net right now. Um, and they're, I think, they're missing somebody uh, like maybe a Kristen Hamilton who got traded away earlier in the season. They're missing, they're missing different looks. They're missing different options. So uh, we'll see what happens when they take this pitch. I'm with you, Lisa. I think it's a little bit difficult, difficult to go with one specific team. I'm going to actually label this a draw because it is that hard for me. So I don't know if there's actually going, I don't know and or believe that there will be an actual winner or loser in this one. I think maybe it's going to be, um, you know, a bit of a scrappy game, probably some emotions out on there in the pitch and um, might settle out to a draw, whether it's high or low, that'll be remain to be seen. But I think this one is uh, is going to end up a draw. Well, for our listeners, just if you've been following along week in and week out, when we do our previews, we make our predictions. And then when we do our recap, I always forget who we pick. Yeah. <laughs> I am keeping receipts this week. I'm writing down who we pick. Um, 
So Sandra and I can be winners and losers come Monday. Hey, <laughs> well, well, listen, I love it. There's a lot of people out there who like to be right. I don't mind being wrong at all. I think it provides more more jokes, more laughter, and more to talk about. So we'll see. I've got I got this one to draw, and you're going all the way with the spirit. Well, so I we'll just see. want to preface that I like to win. I'm a winner. I'm a competitive athlete inside of me. I like to win. I'm okay. Hmm. I'm not okay, but I am understanding if I lose my picks just because it makes for great soccer that I get to watch on the weekend. So that's what I'm going to say. But I'm Fair. only glad when I lose. Fair enough. I, I'll say I'm, I'm competitive too, but I'm mostly, if you're asking me if I weigh what's more important to me, the competitive aspect or the good time aspect, I'm here for the good time. So we'll see, <laughs> we'll see what happens come come our recap show. Let's, uh, let's keep chugging along here with the second and final match uh, slated for Friday of this double header. It is racing Louisville FC taking on New Jersey, New York, Gotham FC, another team that is struggling to get a win. Louisville's going to be hosting in this one. And then you've got Gotham on the other side off of their first win with their new head coach, Scott Parkinson. And this Gotham side has also welcomed the return of Margaret Purse. Paige Monahan, they are looking mm-hmm. like they are poised to make a run. Lisa, who have you got in this match and why? I've got them in winning this one. So Louisville, uh, they they suffered a pretty tough defeat last weekend, 4-0 against Houston. Um, their second really tough loss of the year. The first one came earlier in May, actually, to the Courage, 5-0 in that game. Um and, and this takes Louisville's winless streak to seven. Their last win didn't come, uh, came in the first week of August. So uh, they're out of those winning mentalities. Um, they have to score run of goal play, run of play goals uh, with Ebony Salmon. She leads Louisville with five goals. So it, there's a lot of pressure on Salmon to score goals. There's a lot of pressure on Savannah McCaskill to be the playmaker in scoring those goals. I think the injury to Nadia Nadim about a month ago really suffered and really hurt this team uh, despite the track that they were on. And Gotham, they're coming off a huge 3-1 win over North Carolina. Like you mentioned, they have Purse back in the attack, which is huge. Carly Lloyd notched a goal in the last game. She's closing out her NWSL career in the next few weeks. I think that and her soccer career in general, I think that there's a fire and a passion inside of her to uh, make the most of these last minutes she has on the field. Um, if you Amano, seven goals on the year for Gotham. She's a player in the attack that has done tremendous. And then the pieces that bring it all together, Caprice Didasco, the outside back for Gotham that we've been talking about all year. She has four assists on the season. And then, um, Kawasumi in the midfield she also has four assists so the pieces for Gotham are there I think they walk away with this win I could even see it being a a bigger win considering they just scored three goals last weekend they have Purse who's back in it back in the mojo scoring goals being part of the attack I could see this being a big win for Gotham a multi-goal win in Gotham's column we'll see um similar to that first match I'm a little I'm a little unsure of which way this game will go as well. I want to believe that a team like racing will play stronger at home, right? Being the host, but I'm just not sure at this point in this stage in the season that that's something that's considered an asset, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a team that has had some struggles on their defensive side of the ball all year round, um, despite having 
some good added pieces. It just has the chemistry hasn't panned out. The organization just hasn't looked very great. And going up against a Gotham side that is getting back such powerful attacking pieces, it might it might get ugly. I'm not too sure. We'll see. We'll see what happens when it happens and if it does happen. Um, but you know, in light of us doing this and not having like a full injury report released by the league at the moment. Um, and the assumption that maybe Louisville will have a piece back like Bonner in the center back position that could help boost that back line. Absolutely. Um, but I still think that's a tough, tough and tall task in order to take on against this, like very dynamic attacking line for Gotham. So I'm, I'm going, I'm going with you. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for Gotham too in this one. And for Louisville, they lost uh, Real in their back line and Bonner last week. So will those players be back? We're recording this before the injury reports are out, but that could make a difference. I still see Gotham on top. So, all right, we're both for Gotham there. All right, take it down. Take those notes. We will be back after a quick break to go through a triple header of games taking place on Saturday. And we'll be back to let you know our picks on those right after this quick break. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Saturday, fun day. I usually say fun day for Sunday, but there are no Sunday matches. I'll take a Saturday fun day. I'm here. I'm here for it. Let's do it. The weather is out. Soccer games are meant to be on Saturday all day. Something about that crisp (laughs) fall air that just hits a little bit different in a playoff push. Let's uh, let's see this first match and get our picks in for Chicago Red Stars and Orlando Pride. Chicago Red Stars are hosting this one against Orlando. Feels like a big game for this one. This is going to be the second meeting between the two sides in the regular season in that very narrow table. We'll see what happens. I feel like this is a big one for both of these teams kind of headed into this one with tiebreaker still up for play, uh, whether it's something like a head-to-head or a goal differential. Um, But Chicago coming off a pretty impressive win against top-seeded Portland Thorns and Orlando Pride getting a lot of their pieces back but not having a great game against Ole Rain last week, suffering that big loss. So um, I'm excited for hopefully a very competitive game, knowing how much is probably on the line in terms of uh, playoff positioning and points in the standings for both of these teams. Uh, but I'm going to be going with the home side in this one, and I'm going to give it uh, to Chicago. What do you expect out of this game, Lisa? This is one I'm circling this weekend for sure, because Chicago's number four in the standings at 29 points and the pride is number five in the standings with 28 points. So only one point separating these two squads, which isn't the only reason it makes it such a big game, but uh, Chicago, they are now unbeaten in five games. This is the longest winning streak of the season. Um, Kaylee Watt 
had seven shots in their last game in, in their win over Portland, which is huge for a player like Watt. Her shots were very quality as well. Uh, Bigsby did a lot in that Portland game to stop Watt's shots. Um, I think that the attack and, and the presence that Mallory Pugh has had and Rachel Hill, even for Chicago, is the pieces are really, really all falling into place for Rory Danes and the Red Stars. Um, and and a fun stat for Chicago, they've scored nine of their 22 goals on set pieces. So their threat is not only in the run of play, on the transition, in the build-up play with crosses and getting shots on goal, but also anytime there is a dead ball opportunity in and around the attacking area, and even better than that, Mallory Pugh leads the league in fouls drawn in the attacking third. She has 14 fouls drawn. So let's just say that she's drawn all of the fouls in the attacking area at 14, all of them for the team. I'm just speculating here. And they've scored nine times on those. Those are pretty good odds. Now, set pieces also include corner kicks and and things like that, of course. But those odds are very good for Chicago. Now, yeah. And if she's the one, I'm just saying, if she's the one drawing him, a yes. lot of times she's the one serving him up after when the dead ball uh, is placed. So it's, uh, it's, I think it's very important that you're highlighting uh, Mal Pugh in this one for sure. Uh, how can I not? How can I not? She's got like orange highlighter and pink highlighter, blue and neon all circled around her knee. <laughs> um, then when I look at the pride, they've had such an up and down season. They, they really, really have. They started the year with, seven points getting in seven straight matches. They got points in every single one of those games. So when lose, like they didn't lose, they had wins and ties in those first seven. Then they went on a five game winless streak after that. Then they won three and they just came off a pretty big loss against OL rain, which OL rain is a powerhouse right now. Um, But their, their season has been so up and down. It's finding a, the complete mesh of what's happening there. And I think Alex Morgan is really onto something and, and, and they find that finding their pieces, especially with Becky Burley leading the pride right now as the head coach. Um, I, I want them to bounce back after this loss against the rain, especially having three wins in a row for the pride. But as I said, Chicago, they, they're a bit of a powerhouse. I could see this one being a, a power struggle in the attacking ends for both of these teams, getting a lot of shots off. That's why this could be another really good game to watch. It'll just be exciting. I'm hopeful with a lot of attack. That being said, I'm going to go with Chicago on the win. I love that you were building me up. I know. Me up and I'm like, oh no, where's she going here? This is going to be two. So we've got a couple teams here that we're going, uh, that we're pulling for this weekend. Alone from, we'll see. Well, oh man, we'll see what happens. I feel like when that happens, the complete opposite happens or something wild happens, but but we'll see. I'm in agreement with you that there's a, a couple games this weekend that folks will be half circled, and this is one of them. This next game coming up is Kansas City NWSL versus Houston Dash. A little bit different perspectives here in terms of what's at stake for the season. Kansas City clearly building on some things for momentum for next season in 2022. Houston Dash currently just on the outside looking in. They are absolutely in this playoff push despite not sitting in the standings at a playoff position. They have got to pick up three points in this match. Lisa, there's no if, answer, buts about it. They're going on the road to Kansas City. And maybe there can be some things that come into play there with some advantage and, you know, or disadvantage on travel or otherwise. 
but I really do believe that Houston Dash has the better of the pieces here in this one in terms of their attacking core, in terms of their organization in the back, and their strength in the midfield to go into Kansas City and pick up some kind of result. Hopefully, I'm sure they're hoping that it's a win. Maybe they'll settle for a draw, but no points can go it can go missing in this game. So I think it's going to be Houston Dash picking up the win in this one. It's truly a must win for the Dash. It, they have to win this at this point in the season to make the playoffs and keep moving up the standings and get those points. They sit in seven right now at 26 points. They're tied with the Spirit, who are in sixth place. Um, but at, when you're a team like Houston Dash, you can't look at your opponents around you yet. That comes later in the season when you need all the luck and the help you can get. They have to focus on what they have in front of them, the teams they're about to face in Kansas City, and what they can do on the pitch to come out with points and a win. A win is necessary for the Dash. Um, I think that Kansas City, I think they're smarter than they let on. Um, I think they know this about the Dash. And they think, well, if we could just spoil their day a little bit, uh, take some points off of them, go for the draw even, and and only let the Dash walk away with one, I think Hugh Williams is smart and wants to wants to throw some fire in there. Let me tell you, I was going to say, the team that has nothing to lose yeah. are sometimes the most fun to watch and really bring that energy on those types of games. So I, I think this could be be a good one. But uh, I, I don't know. At least I'm, I'm still going Houston on this one. You you sometimes I, I hear you speak when we do these previews and I'm like, gosh, she's making a case. But I got to stick to my guns. I got to stick to my guns. I'm going. I'm going. Bang, bang. I'm going Houston. That's my job here is the analyst to really like make you rethink all of it's, your decisions. You're like, it's my job here as the analyst to play devil's advocate and force <laughs> you to change. Up. It is. I have to lay out all the facts and then I'll give you my opinions. Um, as much as I want to say Houston, I think Kansas City could give us a fun fight and it'll be a draw. Right I, I feel that. I like. I love that energy, Lisa. Bring it. I hope, you know what? I hope we get another Darian Jenkins banger. I'll say Me that. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Let's close it out. Lisa, we've got probably the game that most people have circled on their calendar mm-hmm. for sure. It is the final regular season meeting between Portland Thorns FC against OL Reign. It is number one versus number two in the standings. There's multiple things on the line. There's a there's win. There's there's rivalry pride at stake. There's a potential to clinch a playoff spot if you're if you're Portland, there's a potential to to keep things leveled in terms of the shield race. If you're OL Reign, this one is going to have it all. These type of matches between these two teams typically have it all. And as of right now, in the regular season, OL Reign, they've got Portland's number so far Mm -hmm. in this regular season. There is no tiebreaker to pay for. There is just everything else in perspective. Portland is hosting this one. It doesn't matter that they are because all rain have already walked in to Providence park and picked up a win this year over the thorns. And I got to say, I don't know which way this one's going to go despite coming off of the, despite coming off of the loss against Chicago and OO rain having the type of game that they had against Orlando pride and the way that they've been playing, which is they're the hottest team in the league right now. Mm-hmm. I, I got to say, I think I'm going to go with a little bit of 2021 history here, and I think I'm leaning more towards OL Reign. I think they're going to take the win in this one. I think it is going to come down to a result, either a winner or a loser. I don't think there's going to be a draw in this one, and I think it's going to swing OL Reign's way. Who do you got? I like where you're coming from on this matchup. Um, so if 
standings wise, I'm going to start here. Big picture. Portland's number one. OL Reign is number two, 38 points and 35 points. If OL Reign win this match, they will leapfrog to the number one spot because they will be tied in points with Portland at 38, but they've won the head to head in their matchup. They already have won the head to head in the series between these two squads. So for OL Reign, they need to win this. If they can clinch first place spot right now with just what a three or four weeks left in the season, four games left for them, including this Portland game. If that, if OL rain can do that, that will be huge. That will be huge. Um, Portland. Yes. Coming off of a loss though. And they're playing at home and Mark Parsons is leaving at the end of this NWSL season. I think that the emotions for the thorns running high pretty high i think they're pretty high we also know that the championship is being hosted by the thorns um i think that as a as a club that has a big winning culture they have the mindset that they need to be if not one number two in the standings and get the bye for the first week as they go into hosting the championship as as a as a team that uh, when I played in college, if Marquette was hosting the Big East tournament, it was like, we need to be in the tournament and we need to win the tournament. We need to be the number one seed. So there's that sense of urgency and pride as you approach the end of the season and playoffs to to be that number one team. Oh, well, Rain, though, what a hot streak. What Are you doing the thing again? Are you doing the thing again? I'm doing the thing again. Oh. I have to do the thing. So uh, uh, some stats for you here, looking at OL Reign. Um, over 90 minutes, the top players in the league that average goals and assists over those aver- average 90 minutes are all OL Reign. Lissomer, Balser, and Rapino. Rapino averages one goal or assist per 90 minutes that she is playing, which is what the heck is that kind of stat? That's amazing. Balser is at 81 um, and Lisa Meyer is at 76. So 0. 0.76, 76%. Balser is 81%. And Rapino is 100%. So one goal per 90 minutes. This game, I don't know. I don't know, Sandra. I want to go rain just because they're, they're fired up. They're on a hot streak. Um, they could go into Providence Park and take this, just sweep the series 3-0, I don't think we'll see a lot of goals. It'll be really narrow, one nil, if it's not a draw. But I, I, I think I have to go rain. Okay, we're we're picking the same team again. Well, man, wow, this is pretty. I'm glad we're taking notes on this one. I know we were bad about taking our notes in the past, but this one, I know for sure. I don't think we've had this many similar picks on a on a preview weekend. But you know what? We'll just blame it on the fall. We'll blame it on autumn. Two draws. You picked one draw and I picked one draw. So there you go. We're 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 picking similar teams. We're both picking draws. It's a it's gonna be good. I'm excited for this weekend's uh, matches and to see what plays out. Uh, It's it's the most wonderful time of the year when it comes to uh, actual NWSL action, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing these athletes go out there and ball and uh, do what they do best, which is you know be some of the best pro footballers in the world. No Sunday matches for NWSL this weekend. However, if anything changes in the schedule, we will absolutely keep you up to date. So please 
stay tuned. I want to thank everybody for listening. As always, another quick reminder, you can follow us on Twitter at Attacking Third. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to your podcast show. Please leave us a five-star review. That stuff helps us out so much. If you leave it on Apple Podcasts with a question, we will answer it during our mailbag segment. So go ahead and run over, do that five-star review question. You can be featured on the uh, mailbag segment. We're also available as video. So subscribe to us on YouTube. Visit youtube.com slash attacking third. And we will be back Monday with a recap of this weekend's games. For Sandra Herrera and Lisa Roman, this was Attacking Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.